Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Well, it's Friday the 13th. You may not be superstitious about this at all, but it's probably likely you still hear that combination and wonder about it or think maybe you should be alert to something today. The history of the superstition appears to go back to biblical days from what I've read and to some of the value placed on certain number combinations. Twelve was supposedly associated with a sense of completeness, particularly in Western culture, and 13 has been considered unlucky. And the belief attached to 13 and Friday may have its basis in having 13 guests at the Last Supper and Jesus' crucifixion on the Friday after that meal. Yet the ancient Egyptians considered 13 a lucky number. So go figure. So, of course, the number itself and the date has more to do with one's belief than with some inherent good or bad luck in that number or date, or in any number or date for that matter. So I thought today we could talk a little bit about how we can do our best to let go of our attachment to certain days and dates, years and numbers as having some inherent significance, especially in bringing some sense of foreboding to us or sadness or worry or fear. We have a choice what each day can bring us. So just a few days ago, I woke up and immediately knocked the beeping alarm clock behind the headboard at a very disadvantageous spot to retrieve it. So finally getting it, I knocked my phone over and it fell under the bed. And then dark, I didn't even know it had fallen there until I went looking for it later. When I picked it up, I knocked something else over. So my first thought after these several incidents, I think there was another thing that happened too. um, After that was, okay, it's going to be that kind of day. I'd already decided that I was not going to have one of my better days. Now, that wasn't a law. It was a choice. To my credit, I caught myself, and I chose to brush that all off and approach my day with a fresh sense of expectation. That conscious choice was actually especially good because I set myself on a course for a much more productive day and one that I wasn't being self-critical from the get-go, which we all tend to do anyway, but staying open and hopeful. I flipped the switch on, and the bad luck scenario was just no longer an issue. We can make each day what we want it to be, and we can make it even more powerfully meaningful and fruitful and inspiring and progressive as we seize the day, specifically seize God's day. Friday the 13th is God's day. It isn't a date on a calendar. It's God's day, which actually makes it full of promise and peace and harmony and goodness. It makes it greater than hours on a clock or a page on our calendar or lines in our schedule book. Psalms 118 verse 24 says it this way. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We can rejoice in this day and be glad in it and grateful for it. We can do our best to release our own superstitions around a day like Friday the 13th or a date like a birthday and the year of a human life attached to it. We can remember that the holidays we celebrate are not the only holy days in our lives. Every day made by God 
Today, this very Friday the 13th, is God's holy day. So it must surely be filled with meaning and majesty, and we can choose to be awake to that. A rainy day isn't a bad day unless we decide it is. As I often say, and I'm trying to remember and practice myself, it's all about our perspective. We have a choice. We can take a perspective of gloom and doom, or we can take an uplifted perspective of hope and joy and gratitude. And as I said in a previous podcast, we can look at each day and ask ourselves, how can I love more today? How can I give more today? Well, we can start by seeing it as God's day, which means it isn't some period of time we have to personally make the best of or willfully talk ourselves into enjoying. It's a day that God has made in which he can gloriously unfold for us. It's a day where healing not only can happen, but should happen because God's light and love are there. Even on a rainy or cold day, God's day has infinite potential and we can seize that day with gusto and be willing to let God's light show what he's got in store, which is not about good luck or bad luck, about hours of the day or days of the week or numbers at all. It's about his own nature of infinite good being expressed. It's about the love that is greater than us, that is being felt and shared as we're open to it and as we're led to express it. A favorite hymn written by Laura Lee Randall includes these beautiful lines, which I'll send you off with. This is the day the Lord hath made. Be glad, give thanks, rejoice. Stand in his presence unafraid and praise. Lift up your voice. All perfect gifts are from above and all our blessings show the amplitude of God's dear love, which every heart may know. This is the day the Lord hath made. In praise, lift up your voice. In shining robes of joy arrayed, be glad, give thanks, rejoice. Well, I hope you all have a good day, a God day today, and a wonderful weekend. Let me know if you have any questions or comments. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.